Welcome to another episode of Before You Kill Yourself with Leo Flowers. If you're like me, quarantined, locked up, <laughs> not locked up, but that's what it feels like, right? Um, There's it, it, so many challenges and, and obstacles. I have received so many messages from people feeling like a burden, uh, feeling like they're isolated, to feeling hopeless. Uh, However, if you go to thrivewithleo.com, I can coach you from feeling like a burden to feeling like a blessing, from feeling isolated to feeling connected, from feeling hopeless to feeling hopeful. Go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching, and we will get through this together. With that said, Let's get into the episode. How you doing, Nikki? I'm I'm hanging in here. How are you? Uh, you know, I, I I gotta say, I feel like I'm thriving in this environment. Are you really? For now. For now. Okay. You know, you know, it's like uh, it, like when you start a relationship that like is just amazing. Mm. The first couple weeks, days, years, whatever. Yeah. Um. Uh. But uh. Yeah, I feel like I'm thriving right now. I got a routine. And uh, it's because you know what it is? It's the fact that we're all on the same page. Not yet, but okay, let me ask are you quarantined with somebody? Because I'm by myself, so I'm at the breakup phase. I'm over it now. At first, I was like, this is kind of fun. And now I feel like I'm kind of stir crazy. I don't know what to do. I'm losing my mind. Okay. So I'm, yeah, so we're not on the same page, I don't think. Got you. That being with somebody you know? makes an enormous difference. Depending yes. on your personality type, too. Some people, you know, uh, do better by themselves in isolation. And right. Some people, some of us are, are mating birds, you know. Some of us are scarecrows where we, where we need, um, not scarecrows, but crows where we, where we need a person. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't necessarily need a person, but, you know, just sometimes, you know, I don't know. I don't know how I go, I go through a mil- million different emotions every day. First, I'm like, I'm cool. And this is some downtime and I can think and I reflect. And then I'm like, but no, I want to hang out now. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's crazy. This is a crazy time. I can't believe we're actually going through this, like for real. You know, it is. So are you, are you at the point where like, are, are can you hear your neighbors? Are you, are you rapping on the, on the wall to like signal this is what back and forth. Are you, what are you, it's so quiet that I, I think my neighbor, one upstairs, I think she's an Irish river dancer because I don't know what she's wearing up there, but she is at the floor. Like, and then I found out the guy next door, he plays guitar or something. I find out a lot because it's really, it's dead silent. It is so silent that you can hear everything. So I'm getting to know them through the walls a little bit. Oh, uh, that now can he play guitar? Or is he practicing guitar? Because he's practiced. I don't. I don't know what he's. <laughs> he keeps playing the same thing. I don't know if he's writing a song and he hasn't gotten to the second part yet because he keeps playing <laughs> the same first part. Oh, so I'm like, well, where's the rest of the song? I'm waiting for the rest of the song. Leo is not here yet, so I'm like, he needs some help. So I don't know what's happening that over would there. That drive me nuts. It the does same. drive me. You know, the I, same. I think I think about that. Uh, what like Starbucks? Like as as much as I love. Of, uh, a good coffee shop, but like when you have like, those those corporate yeah. coffee shops and they're playing the same uh, looped playlist yeah. over like yeah. that. Oh my god! Yeah, 
Yeah. He's just got the first 16 bar. What is the first thing he got? That He has that. He has that down. And I'm like, okay, you have that. Don't play that again. Let's move on to the next. But he just over and over and over again. I'm like, ay, ay, ay. And they probably think I'm crazy because I'm walking around here practicing jokes and with a brush in my hand, standing in the mirror. Walking <laughs> <practicing>. <laughs> they probably think I'm nuts too. So <laughs> how, Wait, how are you doing that? Is that, is that what you're, are you doing that all day? You got a brush in the hand? You got, yeah. like, you have your dolls couple, lined up? Are you performing in front of? Couple, couple hours. Couple hours. I'm telling you, couple hours. I'm like, no, I got to open mic it by myself. So yeah. a couple hours, I get it out. And I, yeah, I'm walking around and doing the whole bit in the living. I was like, this is crazy. And I'm like, if anybody could see me right now, they'd be like, that lady is a nut. Like, she's an absolute nut. But yeah, it's what I'm doing and keep myself busy. I feel like I'm in prison, but there's no one to shank. You know what I mean? Right. That's not, you know what I'm saying? It's just isolation is something else. This is something else that does something it's, to you. Well, like. especially when you're not prepared for it, right? Like it seemed right. like it just happened overnight. They just were like, everything shut down. And you're like, man, I couldn't get all the snacks I wanted to get, <laughs> all the clothes. I would have bought a Peloton. I, you know, I would right. I would have installed this. I would have got. I would have bought more games. I would have stayed in there. I wouldn't have broke up. You know, yeah, like yeah. all these things that it, had you known this was coming, you you would have prepared differently. You would have, you know, you know, my snack. The first three days, I was like, is anybody else's snacks running out? <laughs> <laughs> I was snackless. I would go in the kitchen and I was like, when did you? Eat? I was like, when did you eat this? I was like, okay, I got to stay because I had ants. This is what I was doing. I was having ants. See, I'm not prepared for this. So that means I was having steak and potato and broccoli. And it's like, no, you just eat broccoli. You can't have three things because you will run out of stuff. I was having four course meals. So now I'm kind of saving up for the ration because I was going through the food really, really fast. There's nothing else to do but eat. My snack's gone. Why, right. That, that's the thing, right? Like you can't be all appetizer, meal, right. dessert. You got to like pick a thing. You have to pick one thing. <laughs> you have to pick one thing. <laughs> you know? And okay. So here, have you thought about, cause this, I hate that I've ever seen like the walking dead or apocalypse or anything. Cause I'm thinking bird box Yeah. because I'm thinking, I'm like, is this how it started for them? You know, is this how it started? And then I'm like, and then fast forward to three months later and we all trying to kill each other over a can of pork and beans. And so I'm like, this is crazy. It's, you know what I mean? It, it has to stop at some point or is this the beginning of it? You know? Wow. That's a great question. This is the beginning of something or right. is, is this just a phase? Is it, is right. it like teenage, you know, like when, you're t- when, you, when you're a teenager, you, the pimples break out on your face. I don't know if you went through the acne phase. <laughs> no, Leo. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, yeah, beautiful, flawless skin from day one. Huh? Always, day yeah. one, always. <laughs> always. Oh. You, yeah, so that's why I was just, at first I was, I think we were taking it seriously, but not that serious. I didn't think they were going to shut everything down like this. So I was really eating food, but I'm like, if this is, there's no ending. Like You have to kind of look at it like if this is the beginning of something, you got to kind of change your habits a little bit, you know? So, so let me ask you this. Do you, so what are, what are habits that are, you, you see yourself developing like just in a few days where you're like, oh, I, okay, this, this is a thing now. Well, I have, well, I always, I, I wake up in the morning and I started this like a, a while ago, like maybe over a year. I wake up in the morning out. Sometimes I'll have coffee. I'm not real, a real big coffee person, but sometimes I'll have it. And then I'll read for an hour before I do any social media. I don't look at that. And then I I meditate. So that is just a routine that I 
do all of the time. And it would take the quiet. But now it's so quiet. I feel like I'm meditating all of the time anyway, because it's so good. <laughs> you know, so I was like, I don't want to do that now. So that's like changing. I'm like, now I want to make noise. I don't want to be quiet, you know? So it, it fluctuates sometimes. I'm like, let's do a little exercise. So I have my little, you know, jailhouse exercises. I'll push up and clap in between. And then sometimes I'm like, no, eat a tub of ice cream. I swear it changes every single day. So I don't have a routine, you know? No, I, I completely get that. Like the only thing that is stopping me from eating all the snacks is my girlfriend because she's she, yelling at me. Yeah. She can hear me. She can hear the little stuff crackling. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you be trying to sneak it? Yes. Like you yes. ever like here yes. here's how bad it is, Nikki. Like I'm I'm putting the um <laughs> I'm trying to open up the snacks up under pillows so it'll muffle the snacks. <laughs> she like Put those chips yeah, there. Yeah, I'm like, where's that weighted <laughs> blanket? It, it surely has got to be soundproof. It is 25 pounds. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is hilarious. See, I have no one in here to monitor anything. So I was going through it. So I had to do that. I watched this show called Alive. I started watching. It's kind of like Naked and Afraid, but I didn't watch Naked and Afraid. But I on Hulu because I'm going through I'm going through Netflix and Hulu, too. Like, you know. Right, right. So I watched it. Have you seen it? The Alive no, that's it's sounds, to, that sounds it's terrifying. It is terrifying. They drop you off on an island like 10 people, but nope. it's all separate parts of the island. Oh, and I've seen have, that. Have you seen that? Yes. And you have to stay in, you know, and then see who can stay the long, the person that stays the longest wins a half a million dollars, but you don't know when people leave. Yeah. So it could be day 60 and you don't know if it's still nine people around or if you like the last two, you don't know. But when I tell you these people's survival skills, I am so impressed. Like they were making one girl made a steam room. One guy made a boat. And I mean, out of a wood. And then he like weaved. And, and I was all like, I from that, I was like, if I don't have electricity, I'm not going to make it. You know what I'm right. I mean, I, I just learned that I have no survival skills. And if my electricity goes, like, you can guarantee Nikki Brain is going to be dead in three, four days because I don't know what to do. You understand? And, and, and there's not. And, it, and you know what the other thing is, is you like. To, to, you don't have we don't have access to the woods. It would be easier to live off in the woods because you at least think. you have access to the the fundamentals. But in an urban setting, right. you don't have you can't be burning wood in your apartment. You know no. what I'm saying? You can't, right. you can't be right. setting fires on the third floor. Right, right. But my thing, if it gets to the point where we have to venture out, I'm not uh, going to make it out there because I don't it. know what to do out nah, here. You put me nah. in. A- was and I'm still I just might as well stay here. <laughs> but see you strong no though. You strong, like, Nikki. So you could you could be the gatherer. You could help you could go out there and grab some really, stuff. I, really, <laughs> really really Hey big big Amazon girl, go wrestle a bear and bring it back and drag it back <laughs> skin it and cook it. That's your child. Like really Leo <laughs> Did you really just because, put me in the fields? Because <laughs> here's what I'm saying. The, the thing is, is like this, uh, the, 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 like those people, like they selected those people and they knew that, that those people had, you know, extreme survival skills. And um, and so it'd be good for television to, to see what they came up with. And, and, I, and it's a reality show. So I'm sure they're also getting, you know, hints and tips and et cetera, et cetera. But in, in, in real life, we, we wouldn't be isolated like that. Push came to shove if we had to leave our homes. We would we would be in groups. Right, you know? right, and right. and so in, in a group, you know, you would quickly figure out what who's who's what what your who's uh, what people's strengths and weaknesses are, 
and and you, you would Correct, delineate yeah. the the um, the task based on that, you know. Yeah, I get it, but uh, yeah. I'm just telling you, if we got to form an alliance, I'm not in your group because you're not <laughs> sending me. <laughs> you just, I'm not. I'm like not in Leo's group. Don't put me over there. The thing <laughs> is, we don't need a comedian in, in, at this point. Nikki is what I'm trying. We don't need somebody that can talk into a brush. Is what I'm trying to tell you. That's completely useless do, out there gotta, in the woods. If anything, that's a threat. Key. That's going to be a threat right there. We don't need you drawing attention. To where we at um, now? We got hyenas on, I gotta our, on our heels. Earn know? my keep. That's yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that is so funny. But okay, so it. You know, I watched it. I watched the first season, and then I was like, okay, black people are not going to be on this show. And then uh, the second season, it was a black guy, yeah, right? He, and he was gone the the first day. <laughs> the, the three hours. He was like, I'm up three. I, I said he, he's probably going to last. I gave him three days. And was talking Yo, the most. Three hours. He, he was talking the most too. He's like, if I see a bear, yes, he you better was. call a cop yes. for the bear because. Yes. <laughs> and then he ain't even see a bear. He just saw a bear poop and took off. Oh, he was gone. That's what I'm saying. And I was yeah. like, that would be me. Yeah. That would be me. Talk all of this stuff and then get out there like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to do so well. So I'm really trying to figure things out and be like, wow, what would I do in these situations in case, you know, things happen. That's where we are now, you know, in case be prepared in case I've said booby traps I've, in my head. I know how to, you know what I mean? I've done all of this. I have too much time on my hands, Leo. I mean, you know, I, I've been, I've been fortunate where, uh, because I have the podcast um, right? and, uh, I've just been, uh, there's a lot of comics who are very available right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I have like, I have, I'm booking three a day. I'm doing, I'll, my whole thing is stay active, stay busy. Because right. Because as soon as I sit still, you know, uh, uh, when I was in, um, I was on my last trip, you know, th- there was a guy who was an old military guy and he was talking about how stillness is death. Yeah. And if, if you, if you, if you, if you stagnate and sit around that, uh, it's just, it, it leads, it leads to deterioration and, so mm-hmm. I've been very fortunate. This podcast is saving my life in in in, in so many ways. Uh, it saved mine too. When, yeah, yeah. You, when you say, I was all like, yes, yeah. yeah. I was Somebody to talk to. <laughs> oh my god! I, I was telling the universe we were having a conversation because you know how hard it is. Everybody's like, it's so hard to get stage time in LA. So you know, and I just moved out here, yeah. and now I had finally got some shows and canceled. I'm like, come on, what are you? doing i need something to do and then lo and behold you it was like here shut up now do this and so i was like thank you leo because i was i felt like i'm not doing anything you know and yeah. so i get that you know what i mean i get that you know what what i, what I would say to do you know for you and, and even the listeners out there today is saturday and uh is to because you know we're, we're fresh in this quarantine right like last yeah. like mm-hmm. this, this week is really the first week of the where we were like, oh, this is this is real. Like this is happening, right? right. And uh, and it caught a lot of people off guard and unprepared, as we were saying. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that this is the week. I was talking to my other boy Tone Bell about where <clears throat> you want to sit down and and plan. Yes, and plan for plan for the next three months. To be honest, yes, we're yes. talking like two weeks, but I, I truly believe uh, it's going to be about three months at at minimum. This quarantine. Uh, just because I was, I was walking around earlier and I saw mm-hmm. a family, uh, at the park and the kids are running around on the sleds and the swings. I was like, what, what y'all doing? Why are you, why are you why are y'all out here touching on everything, sliding and grabbing and swinging and 
Right. And I was like, this is why it's going to take a long time when we have a bunch of kids still on spring break. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's just a, a, a like that I, you know, there's so many people who aren't quarantined yet who are still out there just living their best life this week mm-hmm. that uh, we're going to see an a increase before we see um, a decrease. But not to paint worst case scenario, it's just well, if you if you get your mind right and say this is not going to be over in a, in a few days or a few weeks and you say, all right, this is going to be three months that, that we're locked into this just mm-hmm. so that you can prepare yourself and then get in a routine and then right. figure that out. And then come Monday, you hit the ground running. You go, okay, this week I was caught off guard uh, and, and take it, you know, assess what you got in the cabinets. Like, do I have? Yes. Because I see yeah. people buying foods and I'm like, you're not taking this seriously because everything you got is perishable. You, know? I, I, you have to start bringing in the non-perishable. Yes. Look, let me tell you, and I was thinking, and I was like, what are vegans going to do? Y'all vegans going to fold. I don't know what you, <laughs> I'm telling you, these vegans going to fold. When it comes down to Vienna sausage, a vegan going to fold. That's when that's everything's left. That's what's happening. You understand, you understand me? What are you going to eat? You have to. Somebody's going to have to eat a can of corned beef hash. At some point, you got to have to, at some point, it's like, yeah, I got to go ahead and bite the bullets. <laughs> oh, my God. My girl is at the at Trader Joe's right now, and I have okay. to get some beans, and all the beans been wiped out. All the vegans See? got in there. The vegans, See? I'm telling you, vegans be on top of it. Listen, but, vegans at the top of their priority list is food. Yes. So they, they went in and wiped out all the millet, all the quinoa, all, yeah. all the oatmeal. <laughs> yeah. But see, I got a message for them. When it comes, when it's time to hunt food, don't you not get none of our meat. Don't come over here. I don't know what you're going to do. We're not, I'm not sharing my meat with you at all. So I don't know what they're going to do when the quinoa and all of that runs out. And you just got to go, you know, and start hunting. You know, you can't have any of my rabbit or squirrel. You're not eating it. What are they going to do? But you know what? You know? I, so I was, I just got back from... Peru and yes. the listeners out there, they're gonna hear me saying I just got back from Peru because I'm recording like three or four podcasts uh, in the day. Oh, okay. uh, so uh, I just got back, and what was fascinating is that the the Incans, the the, the, mm-hmm. the Peruvians, the ones that live way up in the village by Machu Picchu, they live to be about a hundred years old and wow. healthy. Not not mm-hmm. even like a, a fragile, vulnerable. Right. Like they they don't get old. They they mature. You know, uh-huh. and I was looking at their diet, and all they eat primarily ninety percent potatoes, quinoa, and corn. Really? They the very little meat. The meat that they do eat comes from either uh, they either have uh, fish, which uh, trout, which was introduced is not even native to their area, mm-hmm. or they'll have uh, guinea pig, lamb. Um, um, or uh, uh, beef, but that's very rare. Okay. They, they might eat that maybe once a week, maybe okay. or, or every other week or so if they, if they don't have enough potatoes and corn and quinoa. But, but the base of their diet and nutrition are grains and, uh, and rooted uh, vegetables. Okay, yeah. And, and these people are strong. They, they, they're running up and down hills at, at mm-hmm. 80 and... Uh, they just have a great spirit about them. And then I looked up the ingredients on potatoes, and it's full, chock full of almost everything you need. Just yeah. for the potatoes. Yeah. 
So there, you know, there is uh, there is a way to survive, and I think that the problem is is that people aren't stocking up appropriately because they don't they don't understand food. Right, they, right, right. It's like everybody's going to stock up on meat, but too much meat is going to clog you up. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I love meat. You know, I, I love lamb and uh, goat meat and even yeah. rabbit, and uh, yeah. I love fish. But uh, I don't I don't eat as much as I used to. My grandmother lived to be ninety, wow. and uh, and she no glasses, no cane or anything. Really, and she ate meat like once a week. Okay, maybe the rest of it was beans, rice, plantains, et cetera, oh. et cetera. But you know, she's from Belize, Caribbean. Uh-huh. Okay. So okay. eating meat is like that. Like that's an American. That's a very it is meat very potatoes, yes. very American thing. Very yes, American it is. thing. It, it really, really everywhere is. else. Uh, it, everywhere else has a plant based diet, and and it's, uh, but it's it's counterculture. It's counterculture right. to right to stock up on that stuff, you know. Well, here's the thing. So I ordered what last Sunday. I ordered groceries. You know, I Instacart. The they came yesterday. That was the first day available delivery date yesterday. Half of the stuff that I ordered, they had to refund me because they didn't have it. Like, they were wiped out. I mean, there was no bacon. It was no, you know, and I was like, oh, no ground turkey. I was like, I'm going to get ground. None of that. So I was like, there is no meat. You understand? Wow. So a lot of us going to go vegan anyway. You know what? I'm not because I hit Omaha Steaks uh, and they still selling meat. And when I tell you I got a shipment coming through here, I let Omaha Steaks have it. (laughs) So my meat is coming. I was like, the lies you tell, it's some meat somewhere and I'm going to find it. So Omaha Steaks is sending my meat and I should have it in a couple of days. Yes. Because there's no meat in the stores. So tell me about your meditation practice. Cause I didn't, okay. I didn't know you were you were a medic. Like, are you doing transcendental? Are you what? what Look, what's, what's don't that? don't try to embarrass me on here, Leo. I do <laughs> Deepak and Oprah. They got a they got an app, and I don't know what that is, but I I do that. And it started. They have this thing, and they do a twenty one day like meditation, and it's free because I don't feel like I have to pay to be quiet. That's dumb. So every time they do a twenty one day, I record it. And then I keep using them. I think they've done like three or four since I had. So I have a lot of them recorded. And it's Deepak Chopra. And, you know, it's just different kind of things when it's for your health and when it's for, you know, your wellness and your mental health and, you know, that kind of thing. And then, you know, kind of the manifesting and, you know, that that whole thing. So I started to do that because I was really developing really bad anxiety, like seriously. And I didn't know what was wrong with me. So I was going to the hospital and like they put, they gave me a CAT scan. They gave me a dye pack. They know my kidneys and by You know, what was going on? They're like, you're fine. You're a picture of health. And I'm like, I'm telling you, it feels like my heart is, I thought I was having a heart attack. And then finally, 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 then I had anxiety. And so I had to start doing that. And that's, you know, like slowing down. And I had to get off of social media because we just take in so much and I think that it was a, a thing that without knowing, without really being cognizant of all the information that we take in all the time and it's negative and the police and brutality and it's every day. And then whatever's going on in your life, it really, really gets to you. So I was like, OK, I have to stop because it was making me physically ill, you know. And so that's when I started to do the the meditation and it helps. I don't take any medicine for it or, you know, anything. Because at first I had anxiety, you know, they gave me medicine for it, but I don't take that anymore. So it really, really does help. I know a lot of people think it's just like a fluke and it's some like kind of weird thing and, you know, hippies and stuff. But I, it is it has been very, 
very, very helpful for me, you know? So I, I do do that. And then when I get in a state of like, kind of like, okay, I'm like, I've kind of panicked, like, Oh, what if I don't have enough, you know, I just sit quiet and then I'll throw it on. And sometimes I'll just do a quick 10 minute just to, you know, relax, calm down and then get it. So it's very helpful for me. So I've been doing it for over a year now. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's so hard to just sit, ain't it? It is. It is. Like that was a punishment when we were kids. Go sit yes. in the corner. And you were like, I don't want to go sit in the corner. And you put the little <laughs> dunce hat on and everybody knew you was in trouble. Yeah. Man. And and yeah. now it it it's uh it's enlightenment, it's uh it's calming, it's soothing. It takes uh, a long time because you know, at first because you I would get frustrated because you're supposed to clear your mind and then you know he he'll tell you a mantra and it was like when you're here you know when you leave you'll come back to the mantra and but my I couldn't I couldn't do it I would be quiet and then I would think about something my sister said and then I would think about my neighbor and then I'm like oh you know who I can't stand and I'm like why am I doing that (laughs) during the meditation you know now I've gone my mind is completely not in it and I couldn't keep a focus on it so it took a while for me to be able to just completely clear my mind you know to, to do it. So it takes a while, but once you get into it and you kind of, you know, get it, it is really helpful. It really is. It, it, it really is. And, and, you know, I tried the Deepak Oprah. Did you? Uh, yeah. But they, but you know, they be, it's too many ads at the, at the beginning, you know, uh, Oprah got to get her. I'm like, why, she, why yeah. we need two of y'all on this? You know what I'm saying? Why? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, like Will Smith and Jazzy Jeff. Like, right. you know, Oprah's like the, uh, the Sean Puffy Combs of, of enlightenment. Like why you got to be on everybody, uh, meditation, all, in the videos. all up in a video. <laughs> like why we got to hear you, Oprah? We, <laughs> Oprah always got to put her two cents in and, and promoting and blah. I like Deepak is enough. Deepak. Right. Man, right. Deepak has the most soothing voice. Yes. Uh, yes. Him and Eckhart Tolle. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. 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 So like as soon as they, as soon as you, uh, you, you, you play them, you're like, I'm already, I'm meditating. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. And then Oprah yeah. come in with her. Hey. I'm like, oh, oh God damn it, Oprah. Just. But when you record them, you can fast forward through her. So I, you can go right to Deepak. So once you, that's the thing. Once you record, I because I record them because when they're not free anymore, I was like, I'm not paying y'all seventy nine ninety nine. That's ridiculous. So when you record them, you can just skip through her, which I often do. And then I just start with, with him. So, that, yeah. Now, what, now, is anybody, uh, what's your exercise routine? Oh, I don't have one. Now, <laughs> I used to when I when I was in Chicago because I had a, you know, gym and it was the gym is kind of hard for me, but I don't like curves. So they had the, they started, you know, having these places with the yoga and then the cardio and then the strength and I was doing that for a while there. And I haven't found anywhere um here yet. So I haven't been as out. I would go because I live by Runyon Canyon. So I would walk and, you know, I would get out and walk because I, you know, I'm new here. So I was like, I would get out and walk and, you know, see things and explore. But now that's kind of been cut out. So, you know, sometimes I'll do some squats and legless, but I really don't have a have a routine, you know, I yeah. really don't have one. Yes. Because wait, how tall are you? Five, nine. You're f- all right. So you're five, nine. And then don't ask the other part. <laughs> I will hang up on you. <laughs> we'll hang up on you. Don't do it. Don't do it. Podcast over. 
don't do it. Let's get five nine. That's all we need to know. What's your question? <laughs> don't do it, Leo Flowers. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> uh, we cool. Uh, we don't want no comedy beef. Every time you see me, be comedy beef. Like <laughs> I'm mad at you, but don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm five nine, and then so that's why I'll kind of. I'm like, yeah, you, you you eating, you're not being active, you know what I mean? And then I'll get a couple yeah. squats in, uh, you know, you know that kind of thing. But yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I think I'm just gonna be juicy after this. And what then about, I'll, what about like YouTube videos or uh, you know a little online workouts and stuff? And you know, all yeah, Is that, yeah, that, that, no. I don't have the patience for that. I don't know why I don't like that. Mm. You know, I don't know why. I should try it though. What I do you won't. mean patience, like? Like, how's, like, what's the difference between, you know, playing a Deepak Oprah and then, like, playing a workout video? I don't know. I feel, like, see, when I, I feel like when you exercise, for, for me, I feel like I need some equipment or else I really don't feel like I'm doing anything. You know what I mean? Let, I need let a, me tell you something. I, I thought the same thing. And, and okay. I get it because uh, we know when you, if you're using equipment, then you, you could feel like the muscles building. Yeah. But just yeah. depending on your... um. On your how like your your level of fitness because you could definitely get a great workout in. Arnold Schwarzenegger is um, actually re-releasing his old workouts on his Instagram. Body and it's oh. all body weight stuff, like okay. no no uh, weights or anything like that. Okay, but, um, but you also but in order to really get the benefit from body weight stuff, for some people they have to be at a certain level of fitness already. Correct. To, like like if you can't do a push up, is 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 really tough, but over time, then you'll find yourself getting in better shape. And then you, you know, like just do half a push up today for a week. And then next week, you'll be able to do one push up. And then next week, you'll be able to do three push ups. And then the next week, it'll be five. You'll see an exponential, exactly. you'll see an exponential growth. Right. Uh, and that's exactly the patience that I don't have. Yeah. I'm not, I don't have the patience to do a half a push up to build up to five next week. I'm not doing it then. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm just one of those. People that just, I just need it, like, you know what I mean? I need to feel like it's working or not, or else I'm going to be like, what's the use? And that's what, that's probably why. That's I, probably I why. It. You know, I, I went, the other day I got, you know, because I've been working out forever. I played football and basketball and all these other sports. And mm-hmm. uh, and it's just only so much you can do at movement. Right. And right. I was like, what the hell? Because Richard Simmons is still going. <laughs> he's still he's still out there teaching classes. He's still releasing videos, and he's been doing this for all of a thousand years. And he ain't aged. He like the Morgan Freeman of uh, fitness trainers, where he looks the same today as he did 50 his, years ago. His curl ain't dried his out. Curl ain't dried his out. curl ain't dried out. He ain't. He ain't. He, he is the same. His measurements have re- like my head has gotten a little bigger. My my ear is a little longer. Uh. I got more hair on my back. Like there, there's some definite aging. Going my, on. my girl, me and my girl just started dating, and she saw a picture of me from my my uh, my early 30s, and she was yeah. like, "Damn, you was cute back then." And I was like, "Wait, what? What'd you just say? Was that a compliment? What was that? Hold up, <laughs> back then? What? what? Uh, you so, used to be cute. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> used to be cute. I was like, and then, then what made me mad? I was like, the fact she called me cute. I was like, first of all, I don't like cute as a as a description for Leo Flower, but but also don't like the fact that I used to be cute. Used you know, be, I, right, I was conflicted. I was like, I didn't really, I didn't like how she described the old Leo Flowers, but also 
feel like that I lost the cuteness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But see, here's the thing for you, because for you, because I'm, I'm telling you, you sent me off with that yoga thing. We was doing yoga in an airport, and I was like, I, and you had your leg. Up. I was like, I'm gonna do that, and I was like, I'm gonna kill Leo Flowers. He almost made me break my neck. I, I was a kid when I was like, you almost killed me. I'm trying to. I was like, no, you know, you're not at that point because I was doing yoga when I was working out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, it was a part of the routine, and I was like, "Ooh, maybe I can, you know, get this. Let's see if I can do what Leo did. You almost broke my neck. I was like, that's over. So I have to do just the basic downward dog and yeah. chaturanga and, Baby you know, steps. just the basic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. Maybe I'll try that. Yeah, you know, the, the, here's what I, I'd say for anybody listening in is it's not about um, have I have uh, I have a goal list, right? And all I want to mm-hmm. do is just see an improvement in one area on each. Like, so I have a physical goal, uh, occupational, okay. social, spiritual, emotional, mental. And so mm-hmm. physically, if if the push-ups are tough, just be like, I'm just going to do um, one push-up a day. You know, and just have that be your goal for the mm-hmm. week. And then next week is to, and then if you don't do anything else, then you can eat your tub of ice cream. Okay. You can eat your cookies. You can do whatever else you want. Because then once you start building up the push-ups, the, you'll start to eat less ice cream over time. So oh. it's like you can't make all the changes at once. You got to pick one thing that, that matters to you that right. will make the big difference for you uh, in the long term. If Does that make sense? It, it does. It does. And I'm it's just, tough. this conversation is like Leo Flowers doesn't know me at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slow. He's like, he does not know me. Wait, what's your all. favorite ice cream? What's your ice cream? Oh, okay. I am really into the uh, Klondike Heath bars, like yeah. the little Klondike bar. Oh, uh, oh my God, those are so delicious. Uh, oh my God, those are so delicious. Yeah, because it's got the yeah. chocolate on the outside with the with the yes. what kind of was it almond? Yeah, what's, what's the, it's the crunch. Whatever a Heath bar is, it's toffee, I think. Yeah, and that, and then it's just the ice cream, and I will, I will eat those forever. But I, here's the thing: I don't have any. I'm, I have two left. And I'm saving those because I ordered some more and they didn't have them at the store. So that's one of the things that reached. So that saved me because I was going to re-up and now I can't. So I'm, it's coming down to a trip. I'm running out of ice cream. So, so I'm kind of rationing out. Yeah, yeah, you got it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we got third world real quick, huh? Yeah, real quick. Yeah, my really, girl, really she quick. had Trader Joe's. She said the line is like, it takes a half hour. See. And they're they doing a social distancing. So it's like. It, you right. know, it's not a tight line. It's like six feet between. So that 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 line, like out in the streets, uh, in the next parking lot, it's all yeah. Away. It's it's yeah. It's pretty insane. Uh, what are you reading? You said you read in the morning. What's your? I read. Yeah, I read. But they're they're different um, things. So right now, Brene Brown is. Uh, she has a book, and I'm reading that. I forgot the name of it, but it's uh, by Brene Brown. Oh yeah, and it's I'm like reading something that. about vulnerability. That yes, one? yes, 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 yes. So I started that, but um, uh, I finished. Uh, let me. I finished. No, hers is the, it's the gift of imperfection. That's the one that I'm reading for her. Okay. Um, oh. Um, but then I did. Uh, I did finish Thinking Grow Rich. So I read that. Have you read that? I have read it. You know. You know that book. Um, it it made me stop. Uh, uh, you know, stimulating myself or maybe, really? you know what, here's not I me. Mean, let me take it back. It made me look at sex differently and also food because, you know, he has that chapter in thinking grow rich where he talks about, um, 
uh, sexual transformation. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. where he's like, uh, you know, as a guy, you know, when we ejaculate that, um, it releases our creative uh, uh, energy and also our motivation. Is that like, why y'all stupid? That's, that's why. why y'all, he's that's like, why y'all stupid. It should only be, uh, you should only have sex once a week. Yeah. Or one day out the week, not once a week, but one day out. Yeah, the week. he said for women, sex one day out of the week right, actually right. motivates them. It, 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 it. Right. So it's it's weird that nature would even do that to us. Like you know, it's yeah. like for a guy, it's better to hold it in for a week, but for a woman, because the other thing is on a, a physiological level that you know testosterone gets like this uh, bad rap, right? Where mm-hmm. it's like men are aggressive, but actually testosterone is what makes us. Uh, men or just people in general more compassionate. Really? Yeah, because that's not the estrogen. I, no, no, no. Because uh, when think about this, like when when I really want you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm, I'm like, hey, baby, you know, you look good in that dress. You know, like I'm I'm much more uh, loving. I'm much more uh, 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 physical, attentive, attentive, affectionate. Okay. affectionate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm writing you, I'm, you know, I'm sending you like little texts and checking in on you and okay, uh, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. But then once I, I released that uh, energy, all of a sudden I'm like, you stay on your side of the bed. I'm staying like, right, yeah, right, 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 right. So it, it actually, it, so like the, the aggression is not from uh, the testosterone. It's, it's uh, mixed in with some other stuff that, that causes aggression. So it's not the testosterone. That makes people aggressive um, at all. I got you. It's the other endorphins. It's, is that it's, what it it's, is? It's some other stuff. Uh, I, yeah, for, I forget what it is, but mm-hmm. testosterone is a good thing. Now, you know, too much of anything too is, right. is a much. negative. But yes, but you know, in healthy doses, it's it's really what you want. Yeah. Well, I ha- so I have that, and then the four agreements. I read that, or you've read that, and then I have on deck after I'm done with Brene Brown. I have Napoleon Hill is outwitting the devil, so I have that lined up. So I'm I'm good for books for the next couple, however long. So what do you? What's your takeaway from the gifts of imperfection right now from Brene Brown? Like what do well, you? What I, do you I like? just I just started it. Well, yeah. here's the thing. She she was talking about for her. It's, it was kind of like letting go of, you know, trying to be perfect and, you know, that whole thing and letting that go and being more vulnerable and that kind of thing, which is hard for a lot of people to do. And there's something on the other side of that. And I think that once, you know, we drop our ego and once, you know, a lot of things, we clear out a lot of cobwebs. I think it is something on the other side of that, that I think is so rich and so beautiful that a lot of us don't ever get to and don't tap into. You understand? I'm a completely different person when there's no ego and when there's understanding, there's compassion, it's vulnerable. I can admit I'm wrong. I can, you know what I mean? It's something in that that is so beautiful. And I'm a completely different person, you know, than the, how we walk around with the mask. You know, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. And then when you, go ahead, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, removing that, I think you just, you're open to living life a little more richer and because you, you see more, you feel more and you put that out, you get it in. And there's just something so beautiful about that. The hard part is finding other people to kind of, you know, emulate that with, you know what I mean? Because a lot of people are still living 
from the ego. And that's how, you know, and, and this time, I think, you know, the downtime I was, I was really saying like, we have really become so selfish and such a self-centered society as a whole, you know, don't call me, don't, you know, text me. Do you really need to talk? And, you know, we have really just gotten away from personal interaction. We don't even know how to interact with each other. Seriously. We don't. And this will bring that back. Cause I called a girlfriend that went to college with me yesterday. And I was like, this is how bored I am. What you doing girl. And we talk for like two or three hours. Like we were still in college and then, and this is bringing it back to that. And I was like, now that, that's a good thing. So there's some good things of, about that. Um, and, 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 I feel like this is what people are supposed to do. This is how we're supposed to live. We're supposed to talk to each other. We're supposed to interact. We're supposed to laugh. We're supposed to cry. We're supposed to hurt. We're supposed to feel all of these things as opposed to we're walking around like nobody, I give zero fucks and nobody, you know, we're like, we've, we've turned into that. And there's something really, really wrong with that. And the fact that we don't see that is kind of scary, you know? It, you know what? It, it is scary. And, but I do think that, people are starting to go in a direction of vulnerability. I mean, you see the mm-hmm. popularity of Brene Brown. She just right. released a um, Netflix uh, special talking about uh, vulnerability. And mm-hmm. I know so many people who've watched that. And, you know, you see the rise of the the the, the Deepak Chopras and the Echo mm-hmm. Trolls. And mm-hmm. I mean, more people are talking about meditation today than they were 10 years ago, 15 Correct. years ago. So you, you see this... Um, this movement of, of people realizing that it's, wow, I, there's only so much that you can have before it doesn't make you happy anymore. There's only so yes. much you can do before it doesn't, before it doesn't matter uh, yes. to you. And, 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 and you see people falling back now. And I, that's one of the upsides of this uh, coronavirus is that I have called probably everybody I know now. Like See? I FaceTime see? people. Yeah. I wasn't FaceTiming yeah. before. I'm not, I'm not trying to text. I want to talk. I want to see you. Mm-hmm. I want to check in on you. I want to know how mm-hmm. you're doing. I want to mm-hmm. have a conversation. Yes. Right. Yes. And, um, and, and, and I think that we're going to be better from this. I had a, I had a client of mine, you know, our personal train mm-hmm. and she was, she, you know, she was one of these execs at a, at a top, uh, at a major company and, for three days, the company yearly does this leadership program where okay. they uh, send all their top execs out to some uh, place for a convention, but they lock them in for three days. Like at, at oh, no okay. point during the three days, you know, from like 6 a.m. to 10 p.m., can they, are they allowed to leave or use the bathroom or, or, you know, like they get like a little lunch break. Like it's, I guess it's complete lockdown for three days. And Mm -hmm. she said that the thing she noticed is on the bus ride there, nobody talked to each other. Everybody was on their phones Mm -hmm. trying to Mm -hmm. whatever, but on a bus ride back after that three days of lockdown, no one was on their phones. Everybody was talking and, and mingling and, and laughing and uh-huh. you know, sharing stories. And it, it brought people together. And that was the whole point of that three-day right. lockdown was to right. bring all the people. And I think that's what's going to happen from this coronavirus. You're going to see people hugging more and, and holding hands. And uh, it's, it's going to be a celebration. I, 
right. You know, I think so at first, but but we have the tendency to do that, and then we'll revert right back to like if you think about nine eleven, nine eleven, everybody, people were pumping, we were pumping gas for each other, we were speaking, everybody got along, and it was beautiful for two and a half weeks, and then somewhere it went right back. You know what I mean? And we just reverted right back to the whole thing. So I hope that this is something that would kind of you know stick because it's better than that. What's so funny because. When we do comedy shows, people ask me all the time, you know, the question I get all the time, what is it like in the green room? People always ask me that. What is it like? I know that has got to be. And I was all like, we playing Candy Crush on our phones. People really think that we're back there and we're laughing and we're talking. And I'm like, no, we're looking at our notebooks and we're playing Candy Crush. There's nothing happening back there. It's quiet. And that seems so odd. Some, You know what I mean? That that's the experience. And that's how that's where we gotten to everybody mm-hmm, hey huh and then we just folds you know I, I hope that changes. I really, really do. I hope that changes. Well, you definitely, you know, there, there's definitely going to be a regression to the mean, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, like I, I can't wait to just to because I, right now, like I said, like I, I've been really good in terms of nutrition and exercise and working out, but mm-hmm. but that's because I'm, you know, uh, you're you're. You're, we're quarantined. We're locked up, and and so the, right. the habits are going to change, right. and the things that you miss, you can't wait to get back to. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that what happens is kind of like when you stretch a t-shirt, right? Like it mm-hmm. never goes kind of go to back. Its, yeah. It doesn't go yeah. back to its original form. It'll snap back, mm-hmm. but it doesn't go back to the original form. And I think that over time, things like this will make people more compassionate. Uh, hopefully, yeah. we'll see. Uh, Changes in the laws regarding um, uh, housing and school mm-hmm. loans and credit and debt mm-hmm. and uh, and if people you know that for me the, the key thing is is to use this time to acquire new skills so that we we walk out of this stronger so that you have a system in yeah. place I think that you know for for people who are are scared of like oh man like once this is over I'm just going to go back to it's like that's why you have to use this time to 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 build things, to create things, to instill things that um, even if you regress back to your mean overall, that you're you're not going exactly back to where you were before, and you're you're a little out. I'm taking uh, Spanish lessons. Oh, and, really? Okay. Um, uh, guitar lessons, and I, mm. I set up an ASL class on um, uh, Sunday. So okay. I can learn sign language, and oh, really? and to me it's you know and and when I and it's just a thirty minute it's a thirty minute class right okay mm-hmm. once a week so okay. to me it's it, like that's not my priority which is why I'm doing it once a week for thirty minutes however it is a foundation that I'm like I have the time why right. not start adding some some skills and tools to my uh, right. supply belt so I, when I walk away from this, right right. I I, right. I have like to me you know before it was um uh, I was thinking like man I should be practicing stand up every day but I was like mm-hmm. I should be becoming a better person so right. that my stand up naturally I, I have things was, to talk about I was just say I was gonna say I was since I've been meditating and and stuff and I I'm different I, I'm on stage my stand up has changed a lot from that because I've, you know, I'm more vulnerable and I'm, I'm talking more and I'm saying, you know, before like, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to tell people that. But like, now I'm like, I'll tell you, you know what I mean? And I'm more <laughs> open to it. And I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll tell, tell you. you. <laughs> All right. So how much do you weigh, Nikki? How much? Ah, do you I can't weigh? say. Oh, God. I'm going to fight you. 
<laughs> I'm not there yet. I'm still fragile in that area, Leo. <laughs> I'm not all the way there yet. I'm not an open book yet. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I don't, you know, I wish I knew. I need a scale. I really wish I knew. How can you, you can't weigh yourself with it? Is this some scale app? Can I weigh myself? With a scale? Like is it scan an app? It? I don't oh, have one. No, I don't real. have one. It, no, right? You can't. <laughs> is it an app for that? It's an app for everything. I don't know. I know when I came here, I was about, oh, I can't believe I'm getting ready to say it, but I'm going to say it. I was like 180. Mm. And I know that I've lost weight because I put jeans on and I had my belt was a little loose. Yeah. So I'm, you know, not 180 <laughs> anymore. I can say that, but I don't know for sure. But I was like 180. And people are like, you don't look like you weigh 180. And I don't know if this is because I'm tall and it, I don't know what it is. But I was like, that's a big number. That's almost 200. You know, well, where would you like to be? Well, I don't know, because I don't know. When I used to weigh 150, but that's really thin. That's when I was like really, really skinny. And people was like, are you on that stuff? And I was like, no. You know what I mean? People was like, you okay? It was like I was sick, so I don't want to be there. So I guess, but see, 170 still sounds like 200. I don't know. I don't know. I think I would be, I don't care how much I weigh. I think I just don't want the rolls and the jiggles, you know? Right. So whatever that looks like, <laughs> that, <laughs> whatever weight that is, I'll be fine with that without everything shaking and jiggling, you know. And how's your how's your family uh, coping with this? Like, <sighs> I, I was, what are those conversations like? They're they're fine. Um, everybody's fine. My mom, we had to stop her. She's running out and she's she went to Whole Foods and she took a picture and it was empty. And then she ran to Costco. I was like, lady, go in the house and sit down. Um, everything's fine. You know what? I, I realized I told, I was telling my son, I was like, like, we have to get food that stretches now. And he was like, like mozzarella sticks. And I was like, no, oh, wow. I, was like, I was like, I was like, no, he was. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, like, stre- I was like, like hamburger helper. And then he was like, I don't get it. Like how much help does a hamburger need? And it, and it dawned on me, the boy has never had hamburger helper before in his life. And I was like, we're not going to make it. You know what I mean? We're not going to make it. These kids don't even know what hamburger helper is. So they're being introduced to new foods and potted meats and all of this. This is going to be hilarious. It's going to be hilarious to, to see this. So, but so far everybody's good. You know, the kids really can't go outside, which I really think that's, that's a lot of pent up aggression for, you know, a 10, 11 year old boy. They need to be outside and with friends and stuff because I really don't like the you know computer and because they have to do e-learning and then you know he's playing games on the thing with his friends and stuff and I'm like this can't be good they cancel all the soccer games and all the activities and that's the kind of part that I'm kind of a little bit worried about but you know we're new in it so we'll just see how it goes and then kind of you know form routines if we turn out to be locked up for a couple months. Wow. So, yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, 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 well, that's one area I say fortunate, but um, I can't imagine having to raise kids uh, mm. in this uh, environment right now mm-hmm. and what those conversations are like and uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. trying to t- explain it to your kid why they can't go outside or play with other kids and things mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. 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 That's, that has to be such a challenge. It is. I mean, it, it, well, they were lean, well, my daughter's in college, so I'm not really worried. She's fine. She, you know, she gets it. 
Um, and she has a friend and they're hungry. Like she, she has a friend and they live there locally. So she's with her parents. So it's a mom, dad, cause you know, she's, she's with a whole community of people, which I'm, I'm thrilled. She's just not, you know, in a dorm by herself. So that's good. But the, these kids, you know, they've been on the Xbox and all of that stuff. That's basically in the iPad and stuff. That's basically been their life. And we've kind of sprinkled activities in there to break it up. So they're, they're kind of, I don't think it's a hard adjustment because they're kind of already there, you know, with, you know, FaceTiming and that kind of thing. So, yeah. 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 What? So, now, but, do, you, do you journal? No, I, I'm horrible at that. You know why I'm horrible at that? And maybe you can help me with this because I feel like, okay, so I, I, I do gratitude. Now that is what I've also incorporated with my meditation. So I, I live with gratitude and I'm grateful every day. I'm, I'm grateful for, you know, that kind of thing. So I started living with gratitude. So I'm supposed to, you know, whatever I'm grateful for when I wake up and when I go to bed. But then I feel like sometimes I'm writing the same thing and that bothers me. I'm like, it's nothing else. I feel like I'm writing the same thing every day, so I don't like doing it. Because for some reason, I feel like I'm supposed to have something profound that happened at least one day. Right. And then, you know, you understand? And so I don't do that. Do you journal? I do journal. But, do you? Uh, so but I mix it up. You know, I have different okay. journaling uh, techniques because it's like, you know, it's like anything. I feel like you have to cross train and, mm-hmm. and I get bored easy. So, yes. Right. I get bored easy. So I, I don't like to, to, to do the same thing all the time. So... I have different ways of journaling. One way I journal is uh, I'll freestyle write. Okay. Where I'm just not editing anything that I write. I don't care about punctuation. Sometimes I'm writing the same word over and over again. Okay. Uh, it's a run-on sentence. Like, it, like, there are no rules with the freestyle writing, right? Okay. And I do that for a page to three pages. Uh, sometimes I do it for a certain amount of time. I'll do like 20 minutes of freestyle writing. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll, I'll write or sometimes I'll, I'll do the freestyle on my laptop. Okay. Um, there's just no, you know, you want to have fun with it. You don't want to feel confined uh, by it, right? You want to have, right. it's just about okay. get, getting the stuff out of your head on the paper. Um, okay. And then the other way I'll, I'll do is I'll freestyle write with my dominant hand, which is my left hand. And okay. then I'll freestyle write with my non-dominant hand, my right hand. Really? Um, yeah. And it just brings out a different side of you. Like the, the, the non-dominant hand brings out your nine-year-old self, your more vulnerable self. Yeah, right? I can and, see that. Yeah, so uh, I'll do that. Sometimes my journaling will consist of bullet points of the day. It's mm-hmm. just basically, uh, it's just me taking notes of the day. So I'll say, uh, woke up at 6.30 a.m., uh, felt uh, refreshed or felt sluggish. Uh, my app said I got, uh, you know, three REM cycles, blah, blah, blah. Drank water, walked outside for 20 minutes, journaled. So it's just me taking notes of my day, of what I did. Um, And then every now and again, how I felt about it. Like I'll say I had a, you know, a a tuna cheeseburger. So, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. random thing. And then I felt a little bloated after she'd only ate half of it. You know, so I'm just taking, I'm not judging. I'm just taking notes. Uh, I'll say, uh you know, like yesterday, uh, a friend of mine, I found out a friend of mine passed away from uh, cancer. Oh, no, I'm sorry to hear that. And, uh, and I just started crying while, while I was journaling. Mm-hmm. I just like, I just, but I just kept going, you know, mm-hmm. to, to help process the emotions. 
And um, so, you know, just just stuff comes up. So I'll take bullet points. And then if I do gratitude, um, Mm -hmm. I'll be I try to be as specific as possible. That's yes. the key with gratitude. Is like, yes. It's one thing to say, I'm so grateful that I woke up today or I'm grateful that I'm breathing. But I'll, I'll put, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that I inhaled and then held for three seconds. And I'm grateful that I was able to exhale and hold for three seconds. And, nice. and the reason yeah. why you try to get specific is, what I, you know, when I was just up in Peru, because of the altitude, and mm-hmm. I realized I couldn't hold my breath for more than 10 seconds. Wow. When I could usually hold it for a minute. Uh-huh. And so just that realization of, you know, there's so many things that we can do that we, you know, just even wiping your butt. Like I yeah. remember when I broke my hand in, in high school, um, I couldn't wipe my butt because it was with my <laughs> dominant hand. It, it, even though I had my other hand, it just didn't feel like it. Just, I, it, it felt like I was always leaving something behind, you know? <laughs> So, <laughs> why did you tell me that? <laughs> I'm like, here come old itchy ass. Flowers. <laughs> so yeah, with the with the and, and, and so here's the other here's the other thing with gratitude is uh, the other way I'll do gratitude is one to be specific. But the other one is to zoom out. So what I mean by that is to show gratitude for something that's going on with me. Uh-huh. Then show gratitude for something that's going on in my building or community. Then okay. show gratitude for what's going on in the country, and then gratitude for something for the world. in the world. Yeah, yeah, world. yeah. Okay. Um, and so you know to hit those layers of gratitude because what that does is increases your compassion. That's I'm gonna do that one. That one sounds good. Mm-hmm. Like to the zoom out. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna. Try, I'm really gonna try that one. That one sounds good. That one sounds good. Do you feel more compassionate? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't stop me from cursing people out, if that's right. what you're asking. You know, when I'm driving, somebody cut me off. But, but definitely, there's no cure for that. There's no cure for that, yeah. Um, okay, all right. But it, it definitely allows me to say, to ask myself when people do things or say things, to say, huh, I wonder what it is about their upbringing or childhood right. or their history. right that led them to that conclusion, to that space, to take that action. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, and, and when you, when you or for them to get there, whether they're rich or they're poor or funny or angry, mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, it's an accumulation of experiences and, and, and things that, uh, that have got them to that place. And even on yeah. a genetic level, you know? Yeah. Because, because doing this, it's a realization that, when you realize that 90% of the time what people do has absolutely nothing to do with you, when you can turn that around, you understand that you don't, I don't internalize things so much anymore because I just like you, I'm like, I wonder what's going on with that person that it caused that kind of reaction or that kind of response. Or you understand what I mean? And so before I used to internalize it, like, what did I do? And what, why me? And why you understand what I mean? And it has nothing to do with me. And so being able to kind of look at, things from that perspective has really, really changed me. Like overall, I'm not as stressed as much. I'm not as angry as much. I'm not as mad. I don't care about little stuff that would used to make me mad and want to cut somebody out. And I was like, eh, you know, that has nothing to do with me. And it's so refreshing. You know what I mean? Because that's a lot of energy 
to be mad and angry and upset and responding. You don't have to respond to everything all the time. Everything doesn't deserve a response. Sometimes it just is what it is. And I am finding that to be helpful with my anxiety. I mean, really, you know, learning that. It's something about the age with a four in front that I think we get to the spiritual level, you know, because a lot of people, like you said, are meditating and we're trying to get our chakras right and have this enlightenment and, and, and live the best version of ourselves. And I, if everybody could do it, I just can't imagine what that world would be like. So I hope that, you know, this downtime would kind of gear people towards that, you know? Absolutely. Uh, you know, in, in Paulo Coelho's book, The Four Agreements, one is mm-hmm. know, don't take everything uh, personally. Right. It's not about you. Right. Uh, are, right. Is there anything else you're doing for your anxiety besides the meditation? I'm doing the meditation. I'm trying to read. I'm trying to focus. And that, you know, that kind of thing. When I, I was really exercising, I felt, but I, I want to do something. I want to find some kind of routine. I'm going to take, I, I've been writing stuff down. Um, Leo, and I'm going to try to incorporate some of that into it. Maybe one thing a day, maybe I'm going to find a, maybe yoga, you know, just the basic kind of thing, because that, that kind of helps, you know, too, as long as I keep my mind active and, and, and don't think too much and overthink and overanalyze and, you know, use that part of your imagination that causes anxiety, you know, it, it seems to, I, it's at bay. So that's, that's what I'm doing. Just trying to be mindful of my thoughts and my actions and that kind of thing. Nikki, yeah. I, I appreciate you uh, being on the podcast today. I, this was so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. You, I really thank you so much because I was going crazy and I kind of <laughs> had something, <laughs> had something to do today. So I appreciate you. Thank you so, so much. And I'm going to see you around. We in LA, so I'm no, here right. now. So when we get when we can when we get off punishment, yeah. I'll see you around. For sure, for sure. Uh, now plug all your stuff. Where can people find you? Um, I am on Instagram, the Nikki Braden, and I don't I, I really don't tweet at all, but I'm there too. Um, but mostly I'm an Instagram girl, so that's where you can find me and all my shenanigans. I love it. Um, and remember, folks, that this podcast is not a substitute for you going to get help. Are you uh, calling an 800 suicide number or going to a mm-hmm. therapist or mm-hmm. putting that guy, put that work in, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And now, Nikki, we understand that you're not a psychologist or a psychiatrist. Right. Uh, but I always feel like there's one person listening in who's on a precipice of ending their life. Mm. Before you kill yourself, what would you say to that person? I would absolutely urge, like, it is so, so serious. Please tell somebody get some help because you probably think that nobody cares. And and if, and you're afraid to say somebody cares and it's always just that one person, when you find out somebody cares, it's worth holding on, reach out, tell somebody what you're going through and you will be amazed at who cares about you and who loves you and who will come to and, and help you and pull you out of that. So absolutely, please do. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't. Nikki, thank you so much. For being Thank on you today. Thank, Thank you, all you for kind tuning sir. In. Uh, go to Thrive with Leo for one-on-one coaching. It, you know, if if you're looking for purpose, meaning, hope, uh, something to uh, hold on to, some coping skills, mm-hmm. go to thrivewithleo.com for one-on-one coaching, and we will talk to you soon.